Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Right. You ready? Yeah. Hello, oh, you're listening. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's not downloading. <laughs> Fuck. Why did you say yes then? Because I clicked on it, it looked like it was downloading and then just stopped downloading. Oh, okay, fair enough. Oh, for fuck's sake. Michael. <laughs> I've got it if you need. Oh, I've got it. I've got it. It's, it's worked. Right. right. Uh, has it? Yeah. It is there. Okay. Right, cool. Hello, you're listening to Parents in Hell with... Charlie, can you say Rob Beckett? My dad it. Well done. That's really good. Can you say Josh Whittacombe? My daddy done. Well done, Charlie. That was amazing. Good boy. There we go. I mean, she must work on kids' TV. Yeah. Or a kids entertainer. That is... That is April and Charlie yeah. from Cardiff. Doesn't, doesn't sound Welsh. Doesn't, why have I brought that up? Uh, Charlie Moyo. Say Josh Whittacombe. <laughs> Rob Beckett. Good boy. Rob, that is... Is that what you wanted? No, that sounded like Race a hate. racist a hate crime. accent about someone who comes from the West Indies. No. That was my Welsh. You sounded like you were trying... Rob Beckett. That's not... Oh, that's better. It was it? Josh, where'd I come? I think that sounds Welsh. Why don't we uh, put that little sample on <laughs> on our Instagram with what accent's this? Nah. No, because it'll end up with you being cancelled, actually. <laughs> Let's leave that. Let's just sort of move on, Josh, maybe. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Love the podcast. I've been listening since having our little boy in 2021. And it really makes me chuckle, the podcast. Oh, Here's nice. my 21-month-year-old no. little boy. She's written it. 20 months. Oh, she's written it. Okay. A little boy. Charlie, keep it sexy and relatable. Love, April and Charlie from Cardiff. Lovely stuff. How are you, Josh? Good. Good. You seem busy. You seem a bit... I'm actually all right. Okay. Tomorrow's quite busy. What are you doing? If you consider doing blankety blank and going to the gym busy. <laughs> I'm doing blankety blank the day after. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> Best gig in telly. I love it. I oh. absolutely love it. Maidstone, so close to my house. Yeah. And, that, you know, no offence to shows, but that, the closer to my house, the more likely I'm going to say yes. Yeah. And um, all you've got to do is just write a word on a bit of paper. I know. I'd love to work at BT Sport, Rob. It's eight minutes from my house. Oh. And you just get to watch Bradley Walsh be funny. Oh, I love Bradley Walsh. My mum and dad are coming to watch because they love Bradley. Are they? Yeah. I'd love to get Bradley Walsh on this because he's got a son. Yes. Who's famous. We will definitely be able to get Bradley Walsh. Yeah, I'd love Bradley Walsh. I'll send his number to Michael now. Oh, my word. Rob, this is what I expect from Rob Beckett. If someone said, name me someone who's got Bradley Walsh's phone number, <laughs> I'd go, Rob Beckett. <laughs> Great guy. Wonderful man. I don't know when you're going to start presenting Family Fortunes, Rob, but you are, I, I'm going to say, you're our generation's Bradley Walsh. Oh, I take that as a huge compliment. Yeah, I mean it. You are Mr. Entertainer. Mr. Entertainer. <laughs> Mr. Entertainer. And that's why it works, because I am not Mr. Entertainer. That's why I... <laughs> oh, What are you? I'm there as well. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I would. I love those shows. Blankety Blank. I love Blankety Blank, though. Family Fortunes, all those ones. They're classics, oh, aren't they? If you could host one, which yeah. would it be? Do you know what? I'd love to do Family Fortunes because... Gino DeCampo does it at the moment, doesn't he? I don't want to talk about the job. But um, I like doing, like, talking to people and doing crowd work. And if yeah. you've got a family up there, it's really good to sort of jump between the mum, the dad, the brothers and sisters and all that dynamic yeah. and sort of slightly take the piss out of them. What about Strike It Strike It Lucky? Strike It Lucky. No. I think if they brought back Strike no. It Lucky. I've got it, Josh. I've got it. Yeah. And you're going to love it. Oh, I know what it is. You bet. Oh, yes, please. Oh, I've been asking to host that for years. Rob, if you host you bet, can I be the, you know, like when they'd have like Lionel One of little nerds that remember stuff on it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you can come and do all the tube and stops in order. The great thing about you, Rob, is we've got such different tastes. I'd never be jealous of a job you had until you did, you bet. Green Park, Bond Street, Oxford Circus, <laughs> Euston, London King's Cross. <laughs> he did it! He did it, everyone! Give it up for Josh! Well done, Josh! Oh, man, I'd love to do Celebrity You Bet. <gasps> I'd love to bring back Celebrity You Bet. I'm the host. You have a panel of experts, normally whoever's in the charts that week, and then celebs on. Book me as a fucking expert. I want to be an expert. You could be you an bet. expert on it. Defo, you, no, you'd be a me, great expert. Tessa Sanderson, Lionel Blair. <laughs> you'd be a great... And John Virgo. You'd be a great expert because you care about the show and you love it. That's what you need. Yeah. Enthusiasm. Then you need to bring on people like Joel Domit can do pie to like 2,200 decimal places. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Joel Domit, by Joel the way... Joel Domit can also milk his nipples. Did you know that? Joel Domit is the weirdest normal bloke you will ever know. I know. Like, He's so much weirder than you think he is. He's so odd. Well, you just think, that's Joel Domit. He seems like a normal guy. I imagine he probably does his presenting, goes home, watches a bit of telly, goes to bed. Nah, he's doing weird stuff in the gym. He's milking his nipples. He's got random tattoos. He can do nunchucks. He was in an emo yeah. band. He got he's... into barefoot running when he was a teenager. And he used to run around his village barefoot. <laughs> I love Chuck. I love him. Oh, he's a good bloke. Oh, he's a great guy. Um, have a fucking kid, Joel. Get, have a kid so we can get you on. Come on, mate. That's an easy booking. Yeah, we'd love to have you on. Oh, It is nice when you have people on that you don't have to panic go on Wikipedia just before you talk to them. Yeah. Just to make sure nothing awful's <laughs> happened that you don't bring up. <laughs> That's my research. <laughs> Whenever I say, Josh, do you want to do the intro? That's my Google time. <laughs> That's when I do my research. Awful when we had Alex Jones on. You were like, she said what about the Sandy Hook? <laughs> Blimey. No wonder she's doing this. She must be skint. She just paid out 500 million. No wonder she's on telly every day. Graft in a way. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, on that, I just got a text from my agent, Rob. Oh, yes. I won't say what show it is. You shouldn't be that surprised, really. You're not that busy. <laughs> she's still got me number, then. <laughs> said would you hi Ramesh would you oh sorry <laughs> and that is funny though people don't know that but obviously in any job there's a hierarchy of who people want first so yeah. you'll get offers but if you scroll down the email enough yeah. sometimes the agent forgets to take it out it will start off oh I love it I just wondered if it normally would Lee Evans be interested in <laughs> <laughs> like some mental show and they go how about Michael McIntyre no Jonathan Ross Ramesh no, no. Um, Kevin Bridges no Rob would Rob yeah Rob will do it he's alright yeah. he's up for that 
I got one where I was referred to as Greg throughout the pitch document. Greg, which one would it be, Greg? Davis, presumably. It was quite a long time ago. I don't think you two work in the same sphere, do you? It was a long time ago, I think. Well, right. he didn't, I tell you that, because he, he said no. Well, a long time ago? What was he, six? <laughs> this was a funny one. Yeah. I got one where um, Jack D had turned it down, right? And there was a script, and they'd done find, replace of the word Jack with the word Josh. Yes, okay. And then halfway through the script, <laughs> uh, there was a line, and it said Samuel L. Joshson. <laughs> That's so good. Samuel Joshson. Oh, oh that's God. funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, what, so what, 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 what's your agent said? I won't say what show it is, but I've been asked to do... I was just, I, can I say this? You can say. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, Strictly. Yeah. No, to be fair, that it, this is the time of year when the Strictly... Not asked to do it, I think. It's like, would he be interested? Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been asked to do Strictly. I think that's fair. You can say that, can't you? Yeah. What's the worst case scenario? They, they'll ban us from doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do it in... I'd do it, Rob, yeah. in five to ten years. So... I just don't want to go out in week one, Rob. No. I just don't want to go out in week... If I could guarantee that I'd got to week four, if I thought I was good... But I'm really bad. It's every weekend there, though, just clapping if you go out week one, isn't it? Oh, God. Just watching and clapping every week. And I don't want to dance down the stairs. That's the other bit I don't want to do. <laughs> the, little, the little wave as you come out of the top. I don't want to have to stand there dancing while everyone else comes out. Do you know what I mean? I hate dancing, right? Yeah. So there's a world where if my career goes the way I intend it to... I will never do Strictly because I'm, I'm not a dancer and I don't enjoy it. I, yeah. I think it's a brilliant show. I absolutely love watching oh, it with the girls. Brilliant. It's superb. If you like dancing, of course, it's your dream show to do. It's amazing. But for me, if you see me on there, I am skin. <laughs> the back's against the wall. Tax man's knocking. Oh, and I'm there smiling. And I'm ready to go to work. <laughs> I'm ready to go to town on the Charleston to pay oh. my bills. The reworked you bet didn't really work out. <laughs> You bet it didn't. <laughs> yeah, but I think you'd quite like it. You're a bit of a dancer, aren't you? You no, like music. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> you like music, don't you? <laughs> I do like music, but I don't like... Do you know what I would do? I'd do the Christmas special. Would you? Yeah, because it's not a big commitment. It's like a one-off dance, and I'm happy just to be the comedy guy. Because I think if you go on and do one dance, and you're the comedy, and I'm, I am terrible at dancing, so it will be awful as well. It's not like I'm like depriving the UK of this great dance. Rob, shall I reply and say I'll do the Christmas special? Yeah. Is this the thing where you're talking me into it? No, no, no. So when I'm not so busy, the girls are desperate for me to do Strictly. I've said to them, if they'll have me, I'll do the Christmas special one year when I'm not so busy and they're a bit oh, older. Maybe I'd like to do the Christmas but special. But I couldn't commit to doing it for like three months. No. I'm so bad at dancing. I'd hate dancing. Can you imagine this podcast, Rob, if I was mid Strictly? <laughs> You so a busy weeks for you. Your, your busy day is going to the gym, right, and sitting down yeah. and watching Bradley Walsh perform, and then occasionally <laughs> writing down tomato. That's you stress <laughs> after a disaster with the car because it had no petrol in. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Strictly is going to fit into your. Look, Josh, you can't. 
the last leg takes up three days a week. You're going to do last leg writing, dance, last leg writing, dance, last leg on the telly. Next day, live performance all day Saturday. You'll be knackered. Yeah. We do this on a Monday without talking to a corpse. And the other thing, Rob, what if the dancer finds me irresistible? Well, that is the danger, isn't it? You get all sweaty and horny. Before you know it, your life's over. And then you've got to do Strictly again to pay off the divorce. <laughs> That's the problem with Strictly. That's the problem with Strictly. It resurrects a career, ruins a marriage. <laughs> It'll make you feel all sexy, Josh. You've never felt sexy really before, but all of a sudden you'll be that sexy guy doing the Pasadoblo. Oh my God, I'd have to be waxed. <laughs> yeah, you're so hairy. Oh no. You're coarse as well. You're like a sort of, no, you know them like little terrier dogs. You've got them wiry hairs. My eyebrows are unbelievable, Rob. <laughs> they are so wiry. They grow by the minute. Uh, honestly... I've got serious eyebrow problems. You've got serious? I don't think... Um, once again, I've overstated it. I enjoy the intensity into your descriptions and yeah. stuff. It's great. How's your parenting been this week, Rob? Let's move on to that. Well, well I wanted to talk to you about yesterday as well. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you want to get on to that. The Plymouth match. The Plymouth match, and you wore a cream suit. I wore a Spice Boys... Are you aware of the reference? I'm very aware of the reference. For people that yeah. aren't, do you want to explain? When Liverpool got to the FA Cup final in 1996, they all kind of notoriously wore these... I don't know what the make was. It was it Versace, it was like very expensive Armani, cream suits. It Armani, it was. Yeah, it was Armani. And it was kind of seen as the pinnacle of... They were called the Spice Boys because they were all about style over substance. Yes. Arguably. And so I got asked, Plymouth got to the final of the Papa John's Cup. Yes. At Wembley. At Wembley. A lot of people there, 80,000 people. Plymouth sold out as 38,000. Do you yeah. know, Rob, it was the most attended game in Europe this weekend. And the M5 was a disaster because of it. Yeah. Is that Plymouth, the M5? M4. 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 Shit. M4. Fuck. Yeah. Shit. Shit. Such good stuff, wasn't it? <laughs> And so... So you got invited to walk out with the ball and the trophy. With the ball. Vernon Kay walked out with the trophy because he's a Bolton fan and I walked out... He's so much bigger than you and me, Josh. It's hilarious. He's such a big man. He's fucking massive. And he was wearing normal clothes. Yeah. And you're wearing a cream suit with a green and white striped tie. Yeah. And a flower. I was allowed to bring a plus one down to the tunnel. Yeah. So I brought my brother. Yeah. And Vernon Kay brought European Cup winner Ivan Campo. (laughs) Is he mates with Ivan Campo then? Yeah, he was, yeah. Ivan Campo was in his box. Yeah. I mean, Vernon Kay's brother must have been pretty pissed off. I can't imagine Ivan Campo was getting the same buzz off being down near the dugouts as I was. I bet he didn't get his photo taken with the ball. It's a waste of a plus one, I think. You need a Bolton fan down there. Yeah. Obviously, Campo had played for Bolton. He'd never played at Wembley. I had that chat with Ivan Campo. Yeah. I said to him, when I met him, I said, oh, I saw you once in Bar Bar, which is a cocktail bar, in Manchester in 2004. You were with Yuri Zhorkaev and Dean Holdsworth, who are two other footballers, for people who don't know. <laughs> yeah. And he, he kind of chuckled and went, oh, that wasn't me. I'm a professional, with a kind of wink. Oh, a bit of fun. Great, great bands. Great bands with Campo. So, yeah, I wore a cream suit. You must have looked like a little page boy. Yeah, I did. I looked, and obviously... A page boy is gay uncle's wedding. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Rob. Yeah. Very few of the footballers were old enough to understand the reference of my cream suit, obviously. You have to do a lot of explaining about that suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the actual Plymouth players were looking at you. <laughs> did you have to explain to well, them what was going on? They just thought I'd worn a funny suit, I think. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> it's a funny suit in and of itself. Yeah, in itself it was you funny. You looked at Josh, you look fucking hilarious. I spat out my drink when I saw you on Instagram. <laughs> I couldn't believe you've done it. It's the least Josh Whittacombe thing I've ever seen. I know. It's so out of character to wear a funny suit. <laughs> it's so, like, attention-seeking as well, in a way. Not not in a yeah. horrible way, because no, it's no, fun. No, no, but it is, yeah. It's like, it's a bit stunty, isn't it? Yeah. Which I just don't do. Yeah. But once I joked about the idea... It was in my head all week. Yeah. And then I pulled the trigger on it on Wednesday. Where'd you get it from? My friend Inca, she does the wardrobe on the last leg. And I said, could you source me a suit like this? Perfect. Yeah. I didn't expect her to do the, the flower as it well. It was like, perfect. It was perfect. It was so good. It was so funny. Anyway, it just cracked me up. But I'm glad you did it though. It's funny. Yeah. Anyway, we lost 4-0. <laughs> I didn't want to bring that up. I'd say we were lucky. <laughs> a, luck, a lucky 4-0 defeat. We're fucking brilliant normally. We're yeah. top of the league, yeah. right? We're in the same division as Bolton. We're higher. We beat them this season in the league. That's mad. And we just absolutely got destroyed. I think it was your suit? We were 2-0 down within 10 minutes. So I took off the unlucky suit, yeah. put on my other clothes, and we were 4-0 down then. It was a quite a depressing defeat as well, because you got beaten up, you were 2-0 yeah. down straight away. We were 2-0 down, then I was like, we got to half-time, and I thought, right, if we score yeah. in the second half, it's totally, the, the pressure's on them. Yeah. And then we let in two goals in the first 10 minutes of the second half as well. It was unbelievable. Oh, did you stay to the end? Yeah, I did. I got a bit drunk, Rob. Oh, and I regretted it because there's free booze because I was in a box. Yeah. yeah, and also you need a bit of Dutch courage to wear that suit on the touchline next to Vernon Gay. Ex- yeah, well, that's what happened. Is I had a drink because I was so nervous about wearing the suit. That's what happened to me in the Euros. I was nervous about wearing a bucket hat, so I got shit faced. Yeah, and then it all went to yeah, pot. Exactly. I got so pissed by the end. I looked at my phone this morning. Yeah, and there's a photo of me with the Plymouth chairman, and I don't remember meeting him. <laughs> what was you drinking? Just beer. So how much beer did you have? Well, this was the problem. I had yoghurt for breakfast, Rob. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. Yep. And then you get a meal when you're in a box, a yeah. three-course meal. Do you not want to go with his fans? Well, I wanted to take all my friends. No, I, I wanted to take all my friends. Yeah, because there's no space in the stands, is there? We sold it out. <laughs> I thought it would be an event. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so you took your friends. They gave me a box for doing the, oh, the ball. Oh, okay, fair enough, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so they were like, do you want a box? I was like, yeah. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, I didn't pay for it, Rob. Whose box was more fun, yours or Vernon Kay's? Well, he had a European Cup winner in it. Yeah, and Paddy McGuinness. And they were 4-0 up. Yeah, I bet Paddy McGuinness was annoyed he didn't get to take on the trophy. Yeah. But there we go. Them the breaks. I congratulated Vernon about Radio 2. That was yeah. nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, he starts soon, didn't he? Yeah, he starts in May. He's so much energy, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's just got a lovely energy about him. I really... Loves I've life. I've not met him before. Yeah, he was really loving life. <laughs> I think he said this is the best thing that's ever happened to me, and I hosted Splash. Oh, it was great. Stuff. It was a great day. Great day. Did you have to do a bit on the pitch then, or was that just to you? Yeah. We were interviewed by Sky. <laughs> so we can watch this? Yeah, I suppose it'll be on... Can you re-watch a match on Sky? Like, I don't know whether <laughs> yes, it's... Yes, you can, nanny. <laughs> <laughs> on the bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can record it and all. Do you, know, you can pause live telly now. Do you know about that? I've been doing <laughs> it for the last... Yeah, now. Like, no 17 way. years, yeah. But I don't have to pay for a colour TV licence with my black and white TV, so that's good. Saves me a bit of money. Yeah, oh, good stuff. <laughs> Keeps um, the cost down. Snooker's tough, but um, yeah, we just had a great day. Oh, good. Oh, this is why I was drunk. Well, a combination of free booze in the box, 
and also I had yogurt for breakfast, had my starter, which was asparagus. Yeah. And then I got called down to the pitch, so I missed the rest of the meal. Oh, so you didn't eat? Oh, yeah, that's no good. So I didn't eat. And then I fell asleep when I got home at 8 p.m. And I slept through. <laughs> really? Yeah. Although Rose said I got in the, up in the night and did the longest piss she's ever heard. <laughs> she said <laughs> she heard me having a piss. She then fell back to sleep, woke up, and I was still having a piss. <laughs> Lou's mentioned how long I pissed for before. Like, God, yeah. that's a long one, isn't it? That's a long piss. And you know what? Like, sometimes you get busy with kids and stuff and you don't really sort of yeah. focus on your own relationship and give each other compliments. And I actually got a bit of a buzz out of it. I was like, yeah, it is actually. It is quite a long piss, actually, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, big old bladder. Do you know what? I've got a big old bladder, a big old belly, yeah? I'm a big old piss. You know me? Yeah. Just a big old guy yeah. having a piss. <laughs> Oh, that, you must have needed to sleep, though. What time did you wake up? Seven-ish? Eight? Yeah, I woke up at five and thought, I bet you I'm awake here, and then I fell back to sleep till 7.30. 7.30, so 11 and a half hours. Oh, good. So you're, you're a bit groggy from drinking, but you're full of energy. Yeah. A bit sad. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, fine. I'm fine. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. What have I been up to? I've been ill, Josh. You know oh, what? No. Last time we spoke, I went to the doctors, didn't I? Oh, yeah, yeah, For yeah. my toe and sinusitis. Oh, yeah. Which did you lead with in the end? Well, I got there and I had to wait like 40 minutes because they were busy, which is fine. I understand the NHS is under pressure. Yeah. And then I went in and I said, look, I've got an infected toe. I've been putting this cream on it. Lou had this cream from America that had antibiotics on it, but it was it was a bit pussy. It was horrible. I don't want to ruin people's breakfast or whatever. Yeah, okay. Anyway, yeah. she went, yep, that is nasty. And then she gave me some antibiotics for it. Yeah. And she sort of said, just keep it clean, give me some antibiotics. And then she, I said, oh, also as well, I've got sinusitis. I can't yeah. she, It's only one thing, an appointment. <gasps> I was like, oh. And I was like, like laid down the law and I went yeah I'm really sorry blah 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 and then I basically just kept on talking about it and then she went okay oh. then and then so she's given me this like this chronic sinusitis but antibiotics don't work because it's like a viral thing oh. it's so horrible I have to she's given me this steroid spray which I have to use yeah so but like I have to slowly wean myself off it because it's steroids but the um, I have to wash my nose out Josh what? Have you ever washed your nose out? No. How do you do that? So horrible. You get a little bottle, like what looks like a drinks bottle. You fill it with water, like bottled water. What? And spray it up your nose? But some saline like stuff that you dilute in it. And then yeah. you hunch over the sink. Oh, my God. Put the little nozzle up your nose. Oh, my God. And then open your mouth and just squeeze water until it comes out the other nostril. What? No. <laughs> yeah. How does that feel? Horrible. Why do you open your mouth? In case some goes down the back, because it's all connected, isn't it? So that it can yeah. fall out your mouth as well. Oh, my God. It's horrible. The first time I did it, Josh, I was like, this can't be my oh life. Oh, my God. How long have you got to do it for? Well, so I've been doing that all week, and I'm reducing my sprays now, but I'm, I'm a lot clearer. <laughs> Fucking hell, we are both 200 years old. But it's much better, but my head's still a bit sore. But like it, flying makes it worse, and I've been flying with work, oh, yeah. but I'm not flying for a bit now. But my head is oh, still good. quite sore and tender. and I'm... I think it's still doing well, Rob. What's that? Oh, good stuff. Lovely, lovely bit of business. It's all good stuff. You're on Saturday night takeaway. Well, yeah, so I'm still under the weather. So, like, I've been going to bed. Imagine that. You're on Saturday night takeaway and you're having to spray your nose out as well. Oh, I know. Celebrity is not what people think, is (laughs) it? Exactly. So I've been going to bed at, like, 9pm every night. I'm exhausted. I've got, basically, like, I'm run down. Yeah. It's like a virus, basically a virus, essentially, but it's emanating from my head. Yeah. So my head's really sore. I get headaches and loud noises really difficult it really like shudders through me yeah. so I went to Docs on Monday on Tuesday I went to a K-pop gig at Wembley I've never heard 
people scream so loud in my life. It was like, take that back in the day, right? Yeah. So I did yeah. that. And then um, I did Saturday Night Takeaway. That was for work, just the K-pop gig, right? Yeah, for work with Romesh. So we were filming there. Yeah. I went to a Saturday Night Takeaway. Amazing show. Ant and Deck, two of the loveliest people ever meet. Yeah. And because they're lovely, the whole team are lovely. It's like going to this huge, amazing family. Yeah. They're loving life. The crowd, I've never heard a crowd love life more, more than K-pop. The noise was so loud, yeah. I thought my head was going to explode. I stood there with sinusitis doing the, uh, the <laughs> intro to the show. Hello! <laughs> and I'm screaming and my head's... You know, you can feel your head pulsating. Yeah. And I'm going, welcome to Saturday Night Take One. And um, you know Apple Watches tell you if you're in a place that's too loud? The producer's watch went off and it said... This room is exceeding those decibel levels. Do not oh stay in this God. room for longer than half an hour. And he looked at me straight in the eye and went, I've been doing this for 90 minutes every Saturday for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> His ears must be absolutely fucked. And then I'm, I'm just sat on a bus with Busted, Ant and Deck, Rylan, Andy Peters, Fleury, Jordan North. On a bus? Yeah, because we were all like, come on, like music blaring. <laughs> my head was like, vroom, vroom. And they was like, do you want to come for a drink? Oh. I was like, I'm going to go home. My head hurts. <laughs> it's so loud. <laughs> it's a great show. It was fun, though, to do. But oh. I was almost on, on that via FaceTime, Rob. Oh, was you? Yeah, I got a text from my agent. It said, would you be willing to FaceTime Rob for 15 seconds on Saturday night when he's on Saturday night takeaway? All right. And then six hours later, you don't need to do that anymore. The item's been dropped. Right, okay. Fair. Yeah, that happens a lot on the show. Yeah. Because it's live and then, like, I had a line to do. But you have to do sort of, like, the jokes are all... Because they're, like, all family-friendly jokes. It's quite quite good ones, actually. But they were like, oh, Andy Peters was on. I was like, it's great to see Andy Peters. He reminds me of my childhood. And they go, oh, what, from Kids TV? I go, no, you play darts with me dad. Yeah, nice. Yeah, all that. But I was doing it going, oh, it's good stuff, isn't it? Right, it's still to come and stuff like that. But no, it's, it's good fun. But um, but yeah, it was very loud when you're not well. But um, I'm getting better. Oh, right. To kids stuff. Here we go. So, you know, my brother had a baby. Yep. Got another uh, niece. My daughters are obsessed with her and they did the cutest things. It's quite a cute story. Yeah. Because they can notice black and white, can't they, kids? So Lou was buying them black and white books when they're really young, like a few weeks old. Oh, yeah, It's only yeah, sort of yeah, black yeah, and white yeah. shapes yeah, they yeah. can see. Yeah, yeah. So my daughters went upstairs and they found black and white outfits so the baby could see them. Oh, my God. That is that is nice. That is cute, isn't it? Yeah. However, on the other side, I found out that they're bullying Alexa. Oh, no. Did you know the girl at school? <laughs> no. The speaker. No, I know. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. It's good. Good family-friendly stuff. If they're... <laughs> No, it's not the girls' school. It's the girls from their gymnastics class. It's like, you know, the government, when they do yeah. Prime Minister's questions and they agree, they go... <laughs> 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 it's all good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they go like, Alexa, shut up. <gasps> and I'm like, you can't say that. That's rude. They go, but she's not real. Oh. And I'm like, but they're, they're lovely to everyone else, but they're being a... They're bullying the... But oh. part of me's like... Look, girls, we don't know how good AI is going to yeah, get. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if I know anything about AI, they'll yeah. remember that. They're first up against the wall when the robots rise <laughs> yeah. to take on the, the Alexas. world. They're, they're the ones. Yeah. They'll get you first and they'll remember You've that. You've made a bad enemy there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're already harvesting that data. They'll remember you said that to them. But I don't know how hard to... Because if they said what they say to Alexa to a child at school, they are... Yeah. no. You're in trouble. Yeah. They are getting a severe telling off yeah. the way they're talking. But it's hard when they're talking to a computer. Yeah. It's hard to know the line, yeah. isn't it? I want Alexa to give some back. Yeah. Just go, oh, oh fuck off. 
Just fuck off. <laughs> Just fuck off, you. All night I play Mamma Mia while you groan and turn and whinge for an adult, you pathetic little runt. Grow up, you fucking twat. Mamma Mia, here I go. <laughs> oh, man. You should take your daughters to ABBA. Um, the Voyage. Voyage. It's so good. Really? It's so good. I want to take them to that Mamma Mia experience restaurant, though, but I think it's for adults. If you see that, yeah, that's all right, isn't it? Well, no, but there's all just like Hendus getting shit faced. Do you know what I mean? Because oh, it's from right, the yeah, film. Oh my god, Rose went to Magic Mike this week. Did she? Yeah. <gasps> really? Yeah. Who with? Uh, with Ellis and um, Mike Bobbins. <laughs> just two fellas, just two blokes. No, she went with three of her, three of her girlfriends. Yep. And they went for dinner, and then they went to Magic Mike, and she said, "I'm not going to enjoy it." Loved and it. I thought. Yeah, I knew she'd love it. She absolutely loved it. Did she? Did they get her on stage? And one of her friends, Sophie, high-fived all the dancers as they came off stage. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I was thinking about this. What's the male equivalent that we could get away with? What, going to? Well, if we just went to a strip club, that's not allowed. Yeah, I don't think that would be allowed. No, absolutely not. And I sort of agree with that. Have you been to Magic Mike? Haven't you been with Ramesh? No, we were going to do it, but in the end we got Lion King for the oh, West right. End episode, which I think yeah, yeah, yeah. suits it more, as much as the producers yeah. wanted us to do that. Yeah. Is there a storyline? I don't understand. I don't know. I've got I've no idea. Oh, you've got to watch the Chippendales documentary if you haven't watched really? it. That is fucking brilliant. There's a- but how is it okay women go and watch Magic Mike and that's not just strippers? Because it is yeah. just men stripping. I don't know, Rob. I feel like men need an entry level to strip clubs that isn't strip clubs. Magic Mary. <laughs> Well, I don't want to go to Magic Mary, though, Rob. I do. <laughs> do you? No, but I think it's weird, isn't it? Because imagine the sight of Magic Mary with a load yeah. of blokes going... <laughs> <laughs> it's a different atmosphere, isn't it? Yeah. It's not right. I just thought about the mechanics of it. What do you think would happen if we went to Magic Mike? Do you think... We would be up on stage immediately. Yeah, like, do you think it would make the papers if just me and you went out no. for an evening to go to Magic Mike? I think that's fine. No, I know it's fine. I know it's fine, Rob. Are you suggesting that the story would be that we're gay? No, I just think it would be an odd thing for us to do. Yeah, that would be really weird, yeah. It would be a weird thing for us to do. Why would we just go, oh, fancy a night out, let's go watch Magic <laughs> yeah, Mike? Should we just go and watch Magic Mike? Because we, we want to see what the fuss is about. <laughs> what? Men's bodies? No, just... What fuss? It's a big show. The fuss about Magic Mike is not the show. <laughs> it's a big show. It must be a good show. Yeah, but it's not because of the show. It's not the choreography. Shall we go? It'd be a good episode, wouldn't it? What of this? If we went to Magic Mike. Well, I'm worried that we're getting cancelled for suggesting Magic Mary. <laughs> yeah, I also think there's got to be a sexier M name than Mary, Rob. Well, I don't think it's a name, is it? I mean, I've met a lot... I suppose you know. Mike's not sexy. No offence, Michael. <laughs> Mike, yeah. Actually, so if we went and it was Michael. Yeah, I mean, it would be very, very, very surreal. Oh, I need to talk to you about something about this podcast. Have you heard of, is it called Tattle Life, this website? No, I'll put it in. It is awful, right? It's basically, it's for people that think that, you know, Twitter's not toxic enough. Right. 
there's not enough hate and anger on there. So basically, yeah. Ta- so I'm on Tattle Life. It's a commentary website on public business social media accounts. We allow commentary critiques of people that choose to monetize their personal life as a business and release it into the public domain. So it's all just like slagging off. Oh no, have they gone for us? No, they don't. They don't really go for anyone. But there's it's like Reddit where there's threads, but it is very negative. And then there was that um, Instagrammer who went on there with under a pseudonym and, and started slagging oh, off. Oh, is this what um? They talk of about Mrs. Hinch, Stacey Solomon. So if Stacey Solomon puts a new post up, it'll be on Tattle Life straight away and everyone will go, what they think of that. But we're there by proxy, really. Oh, because we on there? Well, yeah, because we're not what really... What are we under, Rob? Are we under families, gurus, Instagrammers, bloggers, influencers, or traditional don't, celebs? Don't, don't look. Oh, no. Don't. I'm not going to look. It's really toxic. It's not great. Is it? Have you looked? Don't get involved. If Twitter does your head in, don't look at that. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to... It's basically a place for people to really express their opinions, but with a bit of anonymity. Yeah. Because that's what the internet needs, more dark corners for people to shout out. Yeah. So if I was to read... I'll just click on a random one. Don't you look at it, mate. That will bring no good to anyone that reads it. I feel like I'm talking about an Indiana Jones thing. Yeah, there's people, people just that, slagging everyone off, basically. Yeah, they're not happy about Nick Knowles. But we're sort of there by proxy because we sort of we're not really social media accounts. I'm not going to click on us, but I'd love to know which we're under. I don't know. Anyway, but um, I think we come under the sort of parenting oh, people. Right. Wow. So why did you bring this up? Just so that I know it exists, but I don't. Don't go there. But yeah, probably should have brought it up. No, I don't yeah. know why I brought it up. No, because I be think honest, I've... have you been on ours? Yes, because Lou's aware of it and she told me about it. So I looked at it and I was like, this is awful. Oh. It's not good. Oh, my God, yeah. But not just about us, about everything. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of a negative view of everything. I don't know whether to put this in because we've given it press, but anyway. God, yeah, it's, it's a weird place. Very bleak, the internet. Yeah. Anyway, oh, no, what was I talking about? So yeah, They're not happy about Mrs. Hinch. What's that? Fucking hell, these people are really angry, aren't they? <laughs> Oh, it's horrible. It's really horrible. It's not good for anyone. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. So we got absolutely screwed over by our kids because they're getting quite clever now and they're ganging up on us, Josh. Yeah. Because they're seven and five. And they weren't allowed their iPads. Yeah. Because they'd been on them too long. And then me and Lou were on our phones and they went, because you have your phones, can we have iPads? Oh. What do you say? And I had to put my phone down. Yeah. Because yeah. it is just, you can't say you're not allowed on it and then be on it all day. No, Exactly. How bad do you feel when you're on your phone with your kids? I feel awful, yeah. but I still do it. <laughs> but I've got, I'm, that's my new thing, to stop doing it as much. Because before, when you've got younger kids, you do need it because you're just feeding them a bottle and you're just sat there and you don't just stare at the wall. No. You're on it like that. But then actually what happens is they're not as demanding, but you're just hooked. Yeah. But then you've got to try and come off it to do more things with your actual kids and play with them and do puzzles and stuff like yeah, that. I and I, it's something that I don't do very well, but it's something that that is the new, the new plan. Yeah. Oh, recorder progress. Do you want some recorder progress? Yeah, hit me. So for people that are just listening, my daughter wasn't doing any clubs and then the school encouraged her to go to recorder club. She was very nervous, didn't want to go. In the end, she did. She felt very good about it and was pumped, full of beans. And then she'd been going a few weeks. And then in the class, she wasn't very confident about doing it. The teacher said, oh, who's been going to recorder club? And then they all put their hand up. And then my daughter said, I've been going. Do you want me to show you what we've learned? And then she played a song to the class. Oh, my word, Rob. So that's good, isn't it? What a turnaround. Yeah, that is great. And then she had to play an assembly with the other kids to the other school and did all that. So, But we, me and Lou could have pulled the trigger on it and said, no, don't send her in because she got very anxious and upset and didn't want to go. And every part of me wanted to go... Don't let my child cry. Solve the problem. Don't make her go recorder club. However, yeah. the little bit of tears, short-term pain, long-term gain. She's flying now, full of confidence. So right. at that point, though, we nearly pulled the plug on it. But we were right not to. Yeah. 
Yeah. Force your kids to do stuff. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> yeah. If they're crying, just say, tough up, get on with it. Yeah. No, in a yeah. way, though, that is slightly true. You can't be too soft with them. Yeah, you can't. And I think sometimes if your parents were harder with you, not saying not mine were, but you can go too far the other way. Yeah. Can't you? So yeah. I think it was good to sort of allow them yeah. to do things that are scary with your support rather than trying to solve the problem for them. Yeah. It's the way I'm trying to do it anyway. Yes, I think that's a good tip. I'd like your advice on this bit of parenting, Rob. Yep, go on. So my son now has a permanent man bun. Okay. Not out of my choice. Right, okay, yep. Rose refuses to get his hair cut. Yep. And it's, it's a difficult one to push through. Yep. Do I just own it that I've got a son with a man bun? Well... Or do I, as I'm currently doing, keep making excuses for it whenever I bump into someone while I've got my son with me? Okay, let's talk through the excuses. Hi, Josh, how's it going? I've not seen you for ages. This must be your new little boy? Yes, but I don't like his man bun and it's my wife's decision. Cool. Okay. See you later, mate. (laughs) (laughs) He's at you that on top of it, just straight off the bat. Yeah, yeah, straight in the back. Yeah. Straight down the lens. I don't like this. Yeah. So what's the plan, though? Well, it's not that I don't like it. I've actually got used to it now. Yes. So it's not I don't like it. I'm embarrassed to be that dad. Yeah, but your dad had a ponytail. I think it's bringing back past trauma. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but does he like it? Well, he doesn't have a view on it, does he? Because he he's, he's a, view, a child. Yeah. yeah, sure. Okay. He's not going, this is a bit East London for my taste. Do you know what? If he lived anywhere else other than Victoria Park, I think it'd be all right. That's the issue. Do you? Yeah, I think there's such a, like, a man bun works in a coffee shop barista skateboard zone kind of vibe. Yeah. That that's difficult. Yes. But what's the plan? He's never he's never had a haircut, has he? No. And he's, what, two nearly? Yeah, he looks like Pebbles from the, Simps- uh, the Flintstones, really. Pebbles. I don't know that reference. I'm going to have a little look. Pebbles. I thought it was Bam Bam, but it's Pebbles. Cool. Okay. But yeah, it's quite cute, but... So what do you when you say I don't really like the man bun? What we doing, Rose? What's her? We just can't cut his hair. She likes it too much. She'll say. So are you styling it or is it all just? Well, it's styled into a man bun. It's never been cut. So what kind of man bun? Like a proper like a footballer one, all at the back. Yeah, like yeah, it looked like Andy Carroll. He looks like Andy Carroll. <laughs> well, massive. Let me see if I can find a picture. No, he looks exactly like me, Rob. But with a man bum. Yeah, but she wants to keep it. Well, I'd say it doesn't really matter. And if if it depends on how much she loves it, to much how much you hate it. Yes, I mean, I just can't push it through. Do you think I should just own it, Rob? I'd argue that brushing hair is quite hard work. There you go. I've sent it. There we go. Oh, he sent me the picture. Um, yeah, but if she loves it, really, just just sort of. I don't think it's long enough for the bun. Do you not? I think it could just be down. He's got lovely hair. No, because it's all over his eyes. It's all over his eyes. A clip. A clip. Oh, I don't know, Rob. I don't know anymore. Yeah, I feel like it's not long enough for the man bun. Do you? I feel like just clip it to the side if she wants it long. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Rob. A clip. Or an Alice band. An Alice band? Yeah. Bandana. Get him a bandana. What, like Ed Byrne? <laughs> Did he used to wear a bandana? Ed Byrne would wear a bandana when he wasn't... when it, You know, during the, the, <gasps> the rehearsal bit... Well, it's not rehearsal. Oh, when you do Mock the Week, yeah. you'd, like, come down... At about 2pm to the studio. Because he's got long hair, isn't Why he? We used to do that. We'd just come down to the studio and we'd sit around and they'd just tell you where to go and stand, basically, wouldn't they? Yeah, and you'd... Uh... I'd Googled Ed Byrne bandana and nothing come up. But the next one is Ed Byrne's shirt. He's had some lively shirts in his time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
the flowery shirt on Mot the Week was almost like a first COVID. It's sort of like Hugh Dennis put one on, it just caught on. Oh, yeah. Manford did it oh, as well. Man. Yeah. It's not spoken enough about the flowery shirt on TV comedians, is it? No, uh, and you'd go down to the wardrobe bit of Mot the Week, yeah. and there'd just be flowery shirts everywhere. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? That was like Ground Zero. That was the Wuhan yeah. lab. Hugh Dennis would wear a flowery shirt under a jacket as well. Yep. Yeah. Just to go, I'm, I'm a bit of fun. Parsons. <laughs> you get fooled by this double-breasted suit. <laughs> I like a laugh as much as the next flowery-shirted man. Oh, I loved Hugh Dennis. God, yeah, it's a real. that was a real contagious thing in yeah. the mid-noughties, wasn't it? Anyway. And each week, Hugh Dennis would do a thing where he'd voice over a clip, like of Prince Charles. Yeah, do you remember I remember that. And it would never make the edit. Why did he do that? And he'd then just do the same thing the following week. It was so bizarre. And then you'd come out and you'd get a massive cheer from the crowd. And then he'd do an impression of a dinosaur. <laughs> he'd always do an impression <laughs> And I never understood why. And I'm sat there clapping going, that dinosaur rips it. And I, I don't know if it's yeah. from an old bit he used to do. So, he used to fucking rip Yeah, Dara used to go. It was a great line. <laughs> this is all behind the scenes of Mock the Week. <laughs> Dara would introduce him by saying, a man of a thousand voices, all of them posh, which is a lovely great line. Joke. Big laugh. Yep. Great joke. And then Hugh Dennis would come out and pretend to be a dinosaur. <laughs> and then he'd do a thing where he goes, it's TV, it's all nonsense. And he'd go, this mic doesn't even work. And he'd hold a mic away from his mouth and still talk and they could hear. Yeah. Because it was a mic on the lapel. The other joke they used to do is when they used to move all the cameras for the stand-up bit. Oh, yeah. They'd go, they've got to move cameras because you can't see a camera in shot because they wouldn't want anyone to know we filmed it. Yeah. Good stuff. Lovely. Lovely. Every week. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I liked the bit where I sat at the tables and I hated the bit where you had to walk down to the microphone. Oh, that bit on the edge and do your lines. That was I hard. I was so bad at it. Oh, the act out ones, especially when you start an act out and you know it's not working. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. I remember once oh. you were on oh. it. I'm getting panicking thinking about and it. And it was, it was like things you wouldn't see in small ads. Yeah. And I had one about uh, like a Rolf Harris joke. And I thought, I don't know why, but I thought, I've just got to get this in first because someone else is going to do it. Yeah. It's that good. Yeah. And I, unlike me, I pegged it down, first down. And I said the Rolf Harris joke, and it was met with complete silence. <laughs> Shuffle back up the steps. Shuffle back up the steps. Tail between my legs. And what, the only time I'd ever been confident going to the mic. Also, as well, like, if you say anything funny anywhere, in a pub or a restaurant or whatever, or wherever you are, do you go, everyone stop, walk five paces forward to a microphone and go, it's time. And then do the joke. It puts oh so much God. pressure. So much pressure on each joke. I was so bad at that bit. <laughs> I was I awful. was so much better at the desk. Oh. And I can't do any voices, so I could never... <laughs> People were, like, <laughs> inhabiting the characters. That was just me. You just watch Hugh Dennis do like a one-man sketch for two minutes that absolutely yeah, rips yeah. it, and then you go out and go, things a weatherman wouldn't say. Oh, a bit cold, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. God, kill me. <laughs> I'd always try and follow someone who'd done a shit one. <laughs> yes! Every, when someone did a shit one, it was like greyhounds out the traps. Quick, quick, he shit! I don't even know if I've got a joke. Just stand in there, we'll be better at that piece of shit. And they also, as well, they had such long legs. Chris Addison, Hugh Dennis. I was like three strides for me and you. Shuffling on. Oh, my God, yeah. I tell you what, nothing worse. You do a bad one. 
As you turn around, you see everyone pegging it down to confirm your suspicions. You're getting bundled out of the way like you're getting off the tube. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my God. I loved it. Great times. Great times. Great oh, times. Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> what else happened on What the Week? I can't remember. <laughs> Do write in if you want more of us talking about what it was like on a panel show as we used to do. Andy Parsons used to eat a chocolate bar oh, yeah. after the first round every time. <laughs> Always ate a chocolate bar, didn't he? Always ate a chocolate bar. <laughs> Andy Parsons had two drinks. Two drinks? Did he have two drinks? Yeah. Me and you used to have to sit on a cushion because we were too short. Yeah. Oh, that was my version of Hugh's dinosaur. I'd always come out and talk about the cushion yeah. as if I was annoyed every time. Yeah, good stuff. I wonder when the dinosaurs... I'm going to text Dara now and say, um, just talking to Rob, why did Hugh Dennis pretend to be a dinosaur? Was it a reference to a bit he'd done before? Yeah. I'm going to Google Hugh Dennis dinosaur, then we'll do small business shout-outs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the beauty of this podcast is, if me and you had to talk for an hour, this is what we'll be talking about anyway. Hopefully people like it. <laughs> I just couldn't believe how much it ripped. Oh, it's actually, you can see it online. You can see it online. If you Google Hugh Dennis walks like a dinosaur. <laughs> it's such a good impression. He does it all the time. It's one from him years ago, live. If you go on YouTube, yeah, what's it? Hang on, let's find this. I've got an advert for paint. Don't want advert for paint. Honestly, Hugh Dennis walking like a raptor. They say raptor. Oh. I didn't know we did different dinosaurs. Yeah, Hugh Dennis's legendary raptor impression <laughs> recorded at the warm up for the Now Show. <laughs> did he do it on that as well? Yeah, every warm up. Where's it come from? <laughs> right. Well, I'll let you know. Let you know next week. Yeah. If you want to know what we're talking about, you can literally, it's on YouTube. He does it at Mot the Week and just before the now show. It's hilarious. Yeah, he's doing it with Russell Howard years ago. He's been going for about 20 years. Oh, yeah, years. I'm watching that, yeah. The Russell Howard meme. Russell Howard don't know <laughs> what to do. He's really, he's really walking like a dinosaur. Russell Howard stood there talking and then you did his Russell balls. Howard stood up in the wrong bit? <laughs> oh, look, he's, Russell Howard stood up in the wrong bit. He'll never have a career. Yeah. Uh, just doing arenas around the. Oh, Russell Howard's just pretend to catch him. Uh, all right. All right, very good. <laughs> good stuff. It's all good stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, look, he did it in outnumbered. <laughs> God. Fucking love Dark That'll be like, he'll be on set again. So we're just sort of playing with kids and they've got dinosaurs. Like, Do you know what? I've got me to leave here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Good man, Hugh Dennis. Yeah, he is. Funny, bro. Oh, dear. Very attractive in real life as well. Very yeah. athletic body. Yeah. Such a long leg. He'd run 10K every day, wouldn't he? Yeah. Very confident son. Uh, His son is incredibly confident. His son, when we met him, was more confident than me and you when we'd just been on the telly. Yeah. <laughs> You go, hi, Rob, Josh. I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> he must be the boss of the production company. <laughs> oh, no, he's he dead as his 17-year-old son. <laughs> he once said to Acast, the Hugh Dennis' son. He once said to him in the green room, are oh, you really getting the hang of this show now? It's like... <laughs> very confident lad. Good on oh, him. Very That's confident. what you need, rather than shuffling anyway. in like little rats like me and you. Yeah. I wonder if his sons can do the dinosaur. Anyway, I don't know if it's genetic. <laughs> right, okay, let's do let's do small business shout out. Okay, right. Oh Jesus, God, that's made me feel sick with excitement. Here we go. Go on. 
Hi Rob and Josh, I'm sure you get inundated, but I'm a little business. Just me, I do children's parties, entertain children with games and discos. I also face paint and do pamper parties, craft parties, and bear building parties, and even do school discos. I'm so lucky, I love what I do. My business is called Nikki's Fancy Faces Parties, and I cover Northamptonshire, Warwickshire, and parts of Leicestershire and Buckinghamshire. Thank you, and you can find her on Instagram at Nikki's N I C K Y S Fancy Face Parties Parties P A R T I E S. There we go. There we go. Hi, Robin Josh. Love the podcast and listen to it weekly. Although I'm get this, 28, and I live in Colombia, childless. Uh, I'd like to give a small business shout out to my amazing mum who has just opened an independent Thai restaurant on Northcott Road in London. I know Northcott Road. Used to live very near that. It's called Soy Thai, S-O-I Thai. And they serve amazing authentic Thai food at amazing prices with a great kids menu. She opened the restaurant at the fine age of 58. And we are very proud of her. Go and check it out. All the best, Rachel. Lovely stuff. My kids don't eat Thai. They don't eat anything, Josh. Yeah, they just... My son will eat anything, and my daughter's nightmare. more picky. I did him a cheese... Because they sent us a Breville, didn't they? I did him a cheese toasty. didn't like cheese toasty. What kind of kid don't like a cheese toasty, Josh? Oh, my God. It's insane. Nikki's Fancy Faces Parties isn't on Instagram for some reason. What she sent us doesn't exist anymore, but she's on Facebook. She's on Facebook. She's on Facebook. Nikki's Fancy Face Parties. Children's Parties, Northampton. Get involved. Right, Josh, I'll see you next week. See you next week. Pleasure. Bye. 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 